What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. The weekend is over. It was a beautiful weekend here um, in, the, in, the, in Maryland. It was in the 70s all weekend. It was beautiful. It's even 70 today on Monday. So hope you all are enjoying life and the weather and everything else like that. And don't turn on the fucking TV because that's just negative. That's not cool. So hang out here with me because we talk music and listen to a bunch of cool shit. So and that's what we're going to do today. Kick off the Monday. Excuse me. Kick off a Monday. Kick off a week right here. We're going to go ahead and do that tonight. So let's go ahead and get that shit started, shall we? In life. And in music, there is always a dark side. Whether the truth is something you don't want to tell, or something somebody doesn't want to hear. These are those stories. The Black Rose Media proudly presents the dark side of music. And welcome everybody to the dark side of music. I am the great and powerful king of kings, emperor of all that is awesome, Derek. How the hell are you doing today on this beautiful March 7th of the year that is 2020 part two? Ah, welcome to a new week of the show. Man, last week was busy. This week's going to be busy. Lots of cool shit going on. I am just ecstatic. Um, things are going really well for me on this side. I hope things are going well for you. Because we need positivity going on in the world right now. We need happiness. We need smiles. We don't need the bullshit. So stay on this side with me and we'll, we might talk some bullshit, but at the same time we'll help you get through it too. Because that's what we do best here. And we do that through music. And today is no different. Today I have one with me, a band that was formed in 2019. Um, composed of some of the members of a band you may have heard of called Boba Flex. Well, they reformed under a new name with some other new band members, and they named themselves The Lonely Ones. Ah, I have been looking forward to this one for a while, so let's just get down to it. So they just recently released a new single called The Way Out and announced a whole bunch of tour dates with one of my favorite fucking bands on the planet, September Morning. That starts April 2nd. We'll go over the tour dates on that later. But definitely check that out. But let's go ahead and kick off this episode with, again, their newest single, The Way Out. So here is The Way Out by The Lonely Ones.
single that just came out february 24th ah let's go ahead and get the guys on here and have a nice conversation now shall we can you hear it sir yes yes sir i can how the hell are you wonderful man that is one of the most powerful songs i've heard in a while that that lyric in the chorus I'm going to blow my brains out just to let the pain out. I was going to say, which one would that be? I mean, the whole thing is powerful shit, but blow my brains out to let the pain out. That right there sums up a lot about the way, you know, we think about life. um, And unfortunately, with, you know, the commonplace of suicide in the rock business in the last few years, it's. You know, talking about it is the only way we're ever going to get through it and help other people. And I love when bands um, put themselves out there like that and write shit like that. And that just means a whole hell of a lot to a lot of different people. So my hat's off to you for such a fucking great song. Thanks, man. Thanks, buddy. I mean, shit. Um, The first time I heard it uh, a week ago, I was just like, that's just amazing. And hearing it again, just it's just sends shivers up my spine and. It's it's songs like that um, and people like you guys that made me start this show because the whole reason why this show even exists is because I had a suicide attempt back in 2018. And if it wasn't for the song uh, Ghost by Bad Flower, I wouldn't be here. So it's fucking really good song. Yeah, it really is. My story is I was driving um, home from buying my uh, my soon to be ex-wife, um, her birthday present at the time. And I was. And just all of a sudden just became overwhelmed with just ending it. And I was going to drive off a cliff. And just as I was about to do that, that song came on the radio. Um, and I immediately stopped myself and pulled over and just thought about everything. And just, it stopped me cold in my tracks. And the more we talk about it and the more people like yourselves, you know, talk about this issue, the better off we're going to be. And I just find it so amazing that, you know, you know the so so many big rockers in this industry are talking about it now, and it's just awesome. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's a uh, something I dealt with for a long time since I was a little kid, and, and you know, being from West Virginia and being a guy, it's like I uh, don't talk about that stuff. It's lame. It's it's weak. It's this and that, whatever. Um, but you know, my therapy is putting it out in songs. So there you go. I feel better now. Good. You should. 
Um, yeah, because I feel the same way. I mean, I grew up in the 90s, and, you know, it was always, you know, depressions for girls, you know, stop doing that, man up, you know, suck it up, whatever. And as I got older, you know, people were like, that's what whiskey's for. And it, it, it made me shameful of my diagnosis. And I didn't get diagnosed as bipolar until I was 37 years old. So only Holy three. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a good, I mean, that's a big one. Yeah. If you're putting whiskey on top of it. It's like, oh man. Yeah. So I got diagnosed with bipolar literally two weeks before my, my suicide attempt in 2018. And, um, it's, it, you know, it still haunts me to this day that I fought that diagnosis for so, for so long, um, was angry all the time, yelling at everybody, you know, made my, you know, my oldest daughter hate me because of it. And just so many different things that I, I did that I'm so shameful of, um, all because of the stigma around being a guy and being depressed and having, you know, mental illness. Um, but over the last few years, I've noticed just a shift you know, um, in bands, you know, and people being more open about it, you know, whether it's, um, August Burns Red or whether it's Hailstorm or whether it's Sully from Godsmack or whatever the case might be. There's so many out there. I can just listen names over and over and over again, but whether whoever it is, it's become less and less more of a stigma and people are more willing to talk about it. And this song right here just shows, that we're still, uh, you know, growing and evolving from it, and there's still more to be work to be done, and still more to be talked about. I know. Yeah. Now, I, I I know exactly what you're saying. Like, you know, people say that you know suicide is a coward's way out of it. Uh, that's not true at all. Um, it's a very crazy hard decision um, that runs through someone's brain nonstop, 24 hours a day. It's like an addiction. It's like it's like anything else, you know, stop smoking cigarettes. Go, well, that's all I can think about all day long. It becomes this, you know, this cycle that keeps happening, keep happening. Suicidal thoughts, people don't realize are like daydreams. Um, you know, people think that it's this crazy thing that, that you know, they could never imagine. They go, well, you know how you imagine being on the beach? Some people have a different, uh, different daydream. And, and so, you know, like I said, you know, I don't want to go too much into it. It's like, pretty fucked up problem some of us got it and uh and i hope you know no one ever has to deal with that i can't hear you <laughs> I broke oh, the that head. was my bad um <laughs> i muted myself and didn't unmute myself um no i mean i talk about it every day on this show and it's one of those things that i i don't shy away from um because it you know it is hard to talk about but at the same time it needs to be talked about um so it, it's it's just yeah, I get it. Um, yeah, I wish it didn't. I wish it didn't have to be talked about. I wish we were all happy and everything was great. But that ain't the way of the world. No, it's not. Uh, because, again, we're still living in shame from it most of the time. And it's it's sad that we yeah. still have to live in shame from it. Because it's time to get over it, move on with it. Especially now, you know, coming out of COVID, you know, that was probably one of the biggest things that people realized the most with um, everything that was going on in the world was the fact that mental health rates and suicide rates were skyrocketing because people were finally just able to deal with it themselves and talk about it. And so I think, you know, now is the best time for stuff like this to come out and be talked about because I think more and more people are realizing it on a daily basis and 
the again, the more we talk about it, the be- better off people are going to be. And I, I again, I thank you very, very much for opening yourself up the way you did with this song and just putting it out there for everybody to know. Thanks, man. I didn't want to. I just, I felt like, you know, it had to come out. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. It's, just, it, it's a dark place. Um, I hope, like I said earlier, I hope nobody has to deal with that stuff. Um, but if this song helped, I don't know. I don't know what to say, man. It's a, like I said, it's a real dark place. And I, I wish everybody else was, I wish it was, wasn't, didn't exist in the world. But it does. Um, it does. It wholeheartedly and, does. Yeah, yeah, and I know, like I said, I I can tell you know you're kind of timid talking about it, and I get it. Um, yeah, so so with everything else that's been going on, let's go ahead and uh, take that right turn here and um, talk about just how, how, talk about how things are going with y'all. Um, you know, it's been three years now ish since you know you debuted as the Lonely Ones. How things been going for y'all? Um, well, you know, we, we released our first single the day the world shut down. So that was March our 13th, baby, 2020. Yeah. That was our first big obstacle. And then it seems like though, like things are starting to, to open back up. And I, I've thought this probably 16 times in the last two years that, okay, we're going to get back to normal. We're going to get back to normal. But it feels like this one, this one might be the, might be the actual time that we actually get to go back and, and start going to concerts without masks on and, and restaurants and, and you know, that, you know, people aren't dying at an alarming rate. I don't know. It seems like we're getting back to normal. I, I hope so. I, I don't want to, I feel like if I, I'll jinx it if I say, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I feel you. Cause I, I mean, I talk about it quite frequently. Cause I mean, I do five days of the week on this show and again, it's called the dark side of music for a reason. Cause we talk about the dark shit. But, um, you know, at the last thing I heard was, um, you know, 49 of 50 states have reported cases being down um, and deaths being down, thankfully. Um, You know, all the the, all the major concerts and all the major festivals have been announced back at their normal, quote unquote, you know, time frame, you know, for this year. So um, last year, everything was kind of like cram packed into the last half of the year or last quarter of the year kind of um so it was a lot going on but this year's a little bit more spread out we've got a lot of great tours coming up a lot of um just a lot of cool shit and i i definitely feel you on that front i mean the trinity of terror tour kicks off here soon with motionless white you guys got your stuff going on um i know fozzy's getting ready to go out on tour i know you know so many other bands are going out and then also like i said we got the festivals all announced I love Chris Jericho. He's so fucking amazing. Um, but He's uh, awesome. He is. He really is. But, you know, we got all this great stuff going on, and it, it definitely gives me hope. And, you know, <laughs> talking about it all the time and sitting there saying, I hope we go back to normal scares me a little bit because you're right. I, I do feel like we're going to jinx it sometimes. Yeah, I... um. You know, the world's not going to be normal again, ever again. But it's like certain things changed where, you know, we don't have to go back into the office. Zoom calls and Zoom interviews, those are way cooler than just phoners. I like that stuff. Um, but there's a lot of dark shit that came. Um, I just, you know, I hope to, 
know, people uh, suffocating in the hospital is over with. I hope that's done. I, I can wear the mask at the grocery store. I can do all that other stuff. I just I hope that part's over with. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't get the, the big gripe with most people about the masks. Um, I never really minded them. I mean, they're a little annoying, but I, I, I never really, I, you know, it never really bothered me just because I knew it was the right thing to do, not only for myself, but for other people as well. And to hear all the different bitching and the moaning and the, you're taking away my personal liberties and blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like whatever happened to being generous and kind to the common man and taking out all the, the selfishness I mean, behind that. The thing is, though, that, I mean, as far as musicians go, we bounced down the highway in a tin can eight months a year. I, I gave up personal comfort years and years ago, having a piece of cloth over my face, nothing compared to a lot of that. Yeah, and I get it. It's like, I mean, you know, give up my personal freedom. Get, yeah, a little bit. No, I get that. Um, but I like saving people's lives, too. I think, you know, hopefully we did the right thing. Hopefully we weren't wrong. And, and uh you know, I'd rather make, I, I feel pretty good about my decision. Um, you know, the science, we'll find out 10 years from now if who made the right decision or who didn't, but I, I feel good about mine. Um, maybe I was wrong, but I, I don't know. I think, uh, I think it was on the side. felt like the right thing to do. Oh, it, it definitely was. Um, but, you know, it doesn't help when politicians are out there spreading misinformation and talking shit about it. Um, I watched a video the other day from the governor of Florida, that fucking douchebag, um, walked up to a, he was getting ready to do a speech at some school function or some shit. And there was a bunch of kids, teenagers standing behind him wearing masks. And he go, walked up to him and goes, you don't need to wear those. They don't do anything anywhere. Can we just quit perpetuating this uh, COVID charade? And I was like, Jesus Christ, you're talking to kids, dude. And I'm like, that was just, I was, it's like, that guy is just an absolute tool. But it's just, it's time to just, you know, again, just get through this as a, as a fucking united front. Because it's obviously not going away anytime soon still, but it's getting better. And it's just time to try to get back to normal, but without all the damn fighting and all the finger pointing too. Yeah, I had, I had some friends that, uh, that, like I said, suffocated to death in the hospital. So I don't think they were playing a, a fun game called charades. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't want to fucking damn anybody or cuss anybody or I'm, I'm, I'm totally over the point of fingers. It's your fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. It's like, I just, at this point in time, it's like, uh, the, the cool part would be that, you know, People stop dying in the hospital. That would be cool. Um, whoever's got the right answer, let's let's push it to the forefront. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I would love to know who has the right answer. Um, <laughs> that would be an absolute fucking dream. Let's have all the right answers. I'll be in a jet plane right now. Like I can't do this interview. I got a. I ain't got any signal on my fucking private jet. <laughs> that's the dream right there. I mean, that's just yeah. the absolute dream. Um, I would actually, I would actually pay for a Wi-Fi tower on the jet if I had that kind of money. Yeah, that would actually be a, that would be fucking amazing. Do, yeah, I could do any interview. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, it's like like I said, it's it's a fucking dark time in the world. Um, we're lucky enough that 
you know, we had Amazon and DoorDash and we didn't have to eat each other. Um, so that's cool. That's, that was a good thing. Um, but it was just, you know, we, you, you, myself, Jimmy, everybody standing here, we've lived through a global pandemic. That's some hard shit. And there's going to be some, some hurt feelings and there's going to be some, you know, he said, she said shit. And um, as long as we can come out on the other side, I guess, 20 years from now, you know, the story will be told hopefully correctly. Yeah, because, you know, about 100 years ago, the world was in a pretty similar situation. And coming out of it, we had the Roaring Twenties. And now we have that same opportunity. Um, same shit happened. Same shit happened. Yeah, if you read history, the same shit happened. There was a bunch of people saying this is the fake hoax. And, and, and other people saying, you know, like the world's over, the world's ending. And it was like the extremes on both sides were, you know, there's a, there's a middle ground. The difference was back then was that you could tie misinformation to a pigeon's leg and throw it <laughs> up in the sky. It took a little bit longer to get to somebody else and influence. That's, that's a good point. That's a, good point. That's a very good point. Uh, now you just open up your phone and then there's like 10 different news articles telling you 10 different tidbits of information and you don't know you're asking a hole in the ground. It's ridiculous. I can just say I'm a doctor on Twitter. It's really easy and nobody can stop me. Dr. James Tolan. Sounds very official, actually. And I, I would agree with that. Like, I remember, you know, two and a half, three years ago, I was like, everyone's like, there's false information everywhere. Go, well, you know, I, I follow these people. I like these people. I do this. I do that. Um, then you start to figure out the algorithms are pushing out negative things to you. And there's this whole science to keeping you engaged. And, and so, yeah, um, I, fell in a, I fell into a couple rabbit holes. I fell into a couple places where what I thought was absolutely true and, and fought to the death over it was absolutely wrong. Um, so I guess that's my point is I've done it. So I don't want to demonize other people for doing it. Um, because we'll just end up killing each other. Let's one side, kill the other side. And let's, and then once that side's gone, then we'll all just kill each other until everybody's gone. I don't think that's the right solution. No, absolutely not. You're a hundred percent right. Because again, it's not just one side, you know, it's not just one side. It's the right, it's the left, it's the middle, it's every side. It's all up, down, round and around. It's everywhere. And that's the sad part. It's it's not just one negative thing. It's not just one bunch of lies. It's a it's a group of everybody doing it all and all and all and all and all over and over and over again. It's just it's repetitive. And yeah. at, at this point, it just needs to stop. And we need to figure out what's really going on and what we can do to what we can do to fix it. I, I would agree. Yeah, you don't help anyone by calling them a motherfucker right off the bat. You know what I mean? or an idiot or an asshole um it doesn't help you know so i don't know this is a pretty dark interview man <laughs> hey again that's why i call it the dark side of interview dark side of music um I, I like talking about the things that nobody else talks about you know it, it's you know when i first got into this um you know doing this two years ago a little bit yeah right around two years ago and i started doing interviews i started getting Lots of different, you know, PR, you know, people saying, don't talk about this, don't talk about that, don't talk about this, don't talk about that. And that was the kind of stuff that I really wanted to talk about because it was stuff that, again, I wasn't hearing from anyone else. And I realized real quick that that was the stuff that people wanted to hear because otherwise you're going to listen to 10 different podcasts with you on it and you're going to hear the exact same conversation 10 different times. What's your influence? What, you know, what do you what do you see yourself doing in the next five years? And those, those are all good questions. Um, but yeah, that, 
at this point, I'm like, fuck, I'm tired of answering. Yeah, I mean, and I do touch on that kind of stuff sometimes, but only when, you know, the the dark stuff gets too dark and we need to kind of get happy again. You know, uh, I mean... I would like to hear an example of what gets too dark. Say that again? I said, I'd like to hear an example of an interview that got too dark. We're like, whoa, whoa, let's steer the ship out of here. Uh, okay, we, we can definitely do that. I'm going to do that. But first, we're going to go ahead and play another song from you guys. Right. Um, so let's go ahead and play um, Change the Station by the band. This is about, this song is about what we just talked about. Oh, perfect. This, then this is perfect timing. So here is Change the Station by The Lonely Ones. The human race is quite a violent bunch, destroying everything we touch. Turned us upside down Intimidation And you can get so loud That information Change the station I'm supposed to care Supposed to wonder what the hell is in your head You're supposed to give Give a shit about what's running through my head Pushing your corner My terrorist apart You're such a good person
And that was Change of Station by The Lonely Ones. Let's go ahead and bring the boys back on to wrap up this conversation. Here we are. Sorry, it took me a sec to hit the unmute. That's fine. (laughs) It is what it is. So, conversations that got really dark. So, believe it or not, my most dark episode wasn't actually too long ago. I believe it was last month or the end of January. I got into a conversation. I had a um, a solo artist on. He was a solo metal guy. Um, he just What's put. Can't tell us his name. I cannot remember the name of the band. Um, hold on. Oh, okay. No words. No, I can, I'll pull it up real quick. Um, just because it was one of those conversations that kind of really made me go, ugh. But the name of the band is Through This War. Okay. It's one guy out of North Carolina or South Carolina. He plays all the different instruments and he sings and he writes the lyrics. Um, it is a Christian metal band. And not just, you know, hey, I believe in Jesus, you know, all hell God type stuff. It is take the Bible 100% at its word type, you know, Christianity. You know, the Puritans. very, very progressive progressive Christianity. And so would, say, so would you say Puritans? Very much so. And yeah, it's the scariest damn thing. Like the scariest thing in the witch movie was they were Puritans. And I was like, oh God, that's scarier than, than all the horrifying witch shit that's happening. Yeah. And Sorry. no, it's fine. Um, He just released an album. And on that album, um, we had he, one of the songs was, was about Sodom and Gomorrah. And he was basically, you know, condemning being gay and all the, you know, the LGBTQ lifestyle. And we had a nice... I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, so we had a long, long conversation about that subject alone. And it was very, very hard for me to gain, to keep my composure and not lose it. Because I have two daughters who are gay. And one of them is non-binary. And, you know, and, and she's a lesbian too. And um, so it's... It was very, very hard for me to, you know, not get really, really asshole-ish with this guy. I, but I maintained composure. We actually had a really good... But at the end of the day, it was very, very dark, the, the, the conversation. However, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about the first half of the interview, where can't we still get along, you know, in the end of the day? And this, me and this guy had a, a nice, long conversation... None. We didn't agree on anything the entire hour. But neither one of us cussed each other out. None of us said anything negative to each other. And at the end, we both said to each other, I wish you the best of luck. I don't agree with you. And I, you know, I, I can't, you know, come to your belief system in any which way, shape, or form. But I wish you the best of luck. And we both were able yeah. to say that to each other. So while that might have been my one of my darkest episodes, it was also the, probably the most positive as well. And I, I was very, very happy with the way it turned out because going in, I was legitimately worried about what he may or may not say that could, you know, set me off. And he said a lot that could set me off. But I had a conversation with my girlfriend literally right before it, and she's like, just be professional. And I'm like, I can do this. And I did. And it was, it was awesome, but at the same time, it was very, very hard as well. Right on. Does through this war mean the war of good and evil? Is that what that means? 
Um, I didn't go into it with him, but I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it is. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, yeah. Like, like, I come from West Virginia, which is a very religious kind of state, the Bible Belt and stuff. And there's a lot of dark stuff in the Bible. Um, you know, I've read it a couple times, and it's like, there's some things in there that, I mean, it's like, pretty brutal book. Um, so, I don't know. To take it literally... I can't get with that. Yeah. And and especially in rock and metal. I mean, there's a lot of Christian rock bands, you know, there's a lot of Christian metal bands, you know, whether it's Devil Wears Prada or Skillet, you know, there's, there's bands out there that, that have those mentalities, but I mean, it's like, you know, I don't think Jesus cares who you fall in love with. I just think, you know, they, they hope you're nice to, to that person and everybody else around. That's what I like to think. I mean, you know, my sister, my twin sister is a uh, religious studies major. And like I said, I grew up, you know, with church around us and, and church everywhere and people, you know, really digging into the Bible and, and you know, atheists and, and Puritans and, and, you know, all the different sects of the religion and stuff. And it's like, uh, the main scheme of the whole thing is be nice to each other we're fucking that up we are um but yeah in general in society absolutely but one thing that made me kind of really upset with this you know this individual but again i didn't show it on the on the show was the fact that in my opinion the community of metal and rock is probably the most inclusive and diverse diverse group of people on the planet. You know, I've been to shows where I've seen skinheads and black guys walking around, you know, and having a good time together. I've seen shows where, you know, a group of Muslims went to the back of a festival and went and prayed and people literally walked around them and not to disturb them. I've seen 90 year olds. I've seen 10 year olds. I've seen everything that you could possibly imagine at a festival or a rock show at, you know, in my lifetime. And I feel that our our community is the most diverse and inclusive out there. But when we hear situations like that, it really upsets me. It's like you grew up in the I know you're a Christian as well, and you grew up in the you know in a Christian home. But you see what out there in other metal bands and other you know other rock bands are doing, and yet you're doing this. How are we supposed to continue to be promote in, you know inclusion and diversity? with this type of music out there. And I get it. It's, it's meant for a certain group of people. I'm fine with that. But that certain group of people is also inside of our community as well. And we don't want that here. We don't like hate. We are like the most well, loving people out there. I would say, I would say this, you're missing the whole point. Rock and roll metal is the fucking devil's music. Bro. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's all silly to me. It's like, I, you know, I think anybody, sorry. No, go ahead. I think anybody that abstracts out the Bible and the teachings of Jesus or God that far to make that, um, that detail of an opinion about something that has, I think, two sentences no, written about it. I don't think it does. It, that you could interpret as, you can interpret as being anti gay, et cetera. I think anybody that reads that, like, but, but anybody 
you, but you know the line I'm talking yeah. about. But I'm saying anybody that takes that and abstracts an entire belief system out of it, they were probably working with something else inside of the begin with. Yeah, I agree. agree about. Yeah, I can find anything to be mad about based on anything I've read if I already feel that way. Yeah, and I don't like, you know, Jimmy and I are really good friends. I I don't want to hear anything about his sex life. Um, you know, you know what I mean. So it's like I, I think just in general, um, it's like if you're angry about what somebody else is, who somebody else falls in love with, that's not about them. That's about you. Yeah, and especially when it comes down to. Um, some of these religious sects, and again, I say some, <clears throat> and some, some of these religious sects, I CTS, CTS, right on top, and you just you don't look each other in the eye. You just go. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, the sex, S E S E C T S. That that's sex. I'm talking. Anything else? You're breaking up. You're breaking up. Anyway, um. You know, they'll protest military funerals because of, you know, the diversity and inclusion now. Oh, that's what they're talking about. Yeah, the Westboro Baptist Web- Church. Oh, yes, the Westboro. Baptist. Yep. You know. Our old um, band had them come out to a show and protest. and It was fucking entertaining, to say the least. Yeah. Class job. Yeah. It's, it's... But anyway, if we're talking about religious sex, I think. Um, you know what a stigmata the Karma, is? The Karma Sutra. And probably the Eastern kind of religious sex would be the kind I'd like to have. Yes, I agree with you on that. Me and my girlfriend talked about that the other night. We we want to go get a Kama Sutra book. That would be the greatest religious sex we ever had. I think so. <laughs> I don't know if I have enough patience for it. I've been reading it a little bit. I'm like, I'm supposed to hold it like that that long. I don't know if I can do that. I'll I, try. I don't know I'll if try. I can bend that way. Um, and yes, I know yeah, what a yeah. stigmata is. Yes, I know what the stigmata is. That's- Leave that where that was. What does that have to do with it? Oh, we can figure it out. Please continue. No, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> that was a great movie, by the way. <laughs> what? Yeah, but anyway, like like I said, religious sex. I mean, all, hey, sex, sex is good. I'm not here to judge what you do. And <laughs> sex, is, even if church. sex sucks, it's still pretty good. Exactly, and you know. In my opinion, you know, sex is actually definitely a religious thing, especially when I'm doing things so well. My girlfriend yells out, "Oh God!" I mean, come on, that's 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 the, that's the best thing in the world. Sex on uh, she's gonna sex hear on this and kick people. my ass. I've had, some, I've had some religious experiences. Um, yeah, we won't go into that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so now comes the portion of the interview where we do the lame. You know, every other question out there um, stuff just to kind of wrap it up here. So you guys are getting ready to you guys are getting ready to go out on tour starting April 2nd with um, one of my favorite humans on the fucking planet. Um, Emily Lazar in September morning. Um, that's going to be an amazing fucking run of shows. She's a cool cat. Yeah. I had her on about a year and a half ago, a year ago. And yeah, she's an amazing human. Um, I had a blast talking with her. So yeah, she's awesome. Um, All right, that's the question. Influence tool, Pink Floyd. Bam, Jimmy, Rolling Stones, Guns N' Roses. Nailed it. You got me. There we go. <laughs> um, so what else is going on here? So you just released your your new single. Um, is there an album or EP in the works as well? Um, I mean, we got like twenty two songs recorded, but in this day and age, does it make sense to release albums? 
Nope. I don't think I don't think it does. Yeah. So we'll just release singles until an album's ready, and then people that wanted the single can have it. People want the album, they can. You know, I don't know. It's fucking. Music industry changes every five seconds. It is, and so. you know, I literally had this conversation last night with uh, Will from Earshot. Um, this exact. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I literally put out some fucking new singles. Badass. Yeah, the new single just came out last month as well, and it's a great single called "You and I." Um, but uh, yeah, I literally had this exact same conversation. It's like just put out singles, maybe an EP every once in a while, but putting out singles is what is what really kind of drives people nowadays because it's all playlist based. So just putting out the singles, yeah. it, it sucks because it's taken away from the old way of music, but at the same time. You get you got to change with the times. Yeah, I mean there used to be a bunch of lamp oil salesmen that ruled the world, but I think we're better off for getting electricity. So, uh, you know, I, I said the same thing was like, I can't believe people don't buy records anymore while I'm picking singles off records. So that's yeah. just the way it is. It just <laughs> the way it is. Yeah, and a lot of bands are doing it that way, and I think that's a smart thing right now. I think it'll eventually come back. Um, but until then, you know, just doing it this way, I think is the best way to do it. Unless you're going to release a, uh, you know, a full length, you know, concept record, like, you know, Coheed and Cambria would, or, or like what, you know, September morning would, because they do graphic novels and everything else like that with it. When it's tied into that kind of stuff, I, I agree with it. Um, but outside of that, it's, it's too risky in these days and age. I, I would love for it to come back hundred percent. But it's just too it risky. Would, it would really suck to put a concept record out and people pick the two singles that you, <laughs> you know, ruin I mean? the whole story. <laughs> ruin the whole story. Flips to the end. I don't know what's happening? I don't know what's happening? It's a really cool picture, but I have no idea what's going on. So well, I, that's that's my thing. It's like the music industry is changing so fast. Um, once leather jackets aren't cool anymore, then I'm getting out. That better never be a thing. <laughs> I fucking hope not. And and denim leather and denim jackets. <laughs> um, guys, it has been an absolute fucking pleasure to meet you, um, and talk with you. Um, um, we have a mutual friend between us and Mayhem Jesus. So and he's oh, talked yeah. and he's talked about you guys a lot, and I'm so glad to finally have met you guys as well. So, what, December, I think. Yeah, it's a cool cat. Yeah, um, Darren is an amazing dude. Um, and I owe a lot to him, so, um, I couldn't, you know, go this episode without, and talking to you guys without mentioning him. So, um, again, I truly, absolutely. I'm going to text him as soon as we get off and say, Hey, um, but, uh, I appreciate you taking time out of your day, um, to talk with me and, you know, promote the new song and get into some dark shit and promote the upcoming tour with September morning. Um, you guys are fucking awesome, and I really hope we do this again sometime. Hey, well, thanks, um, man. Religious sex. Religious that's sex. What I, that's what I took away from all this. Stigmata, baby. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go look through all the religious sex and pick my favorite one. And next time we talk, I will, we'll talk about that more. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that should be your next single too. Religious sex. I feel <laughs> you can, you can write it. I'm sure. <laughs> I got it. I got it. It's already done. But uh, again, thank you very much, guys. I truly appreciate it, and uh, hopefully, again, we'll talk again soon. All right, hey, thanks, thank Derek. you so much, man. All right, you guys, a good one now. Appreciate it, buddy. Bye. All right, guys, and that was the Lonely Ones. 
Again, they're getting ready to go out on tour starting April 2nd with Emily Lazar and September Morning as well as... Where did my email go? Hold on. I had it and it's gone. There it is. So, uh, September morning and Magnolia Bayou, or Bayou, um, starting April 2nd in Clifton, New Jersey, and then April 7th in Westland, Michigan, April 8th, Battle Creek, Michigan, April 9th in Huntington, West Virginia, um, April 10th in Louisville, Kentucky, April 15th in Chavot, Ohio, April 16th, Columbus, Ohio, April 22nd, Marietta, Ohio, April 23rd, Akron, Ohio, then Memphis, Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee, uh, Huntsville, Alabama, Ocean Springs, Mississippi, or Missouri, excuse me, and then uh, Natch, Natchez, I don't even, I've never seen that name before, um, Missouri as well. Um, damn, that's a great fucking card. So definitely get your tickets to that. Um, you can go to the Lonely Ones uh, website for that, and that'll be linked at my website and also on my Facebook page and the podcast page. But go to theblackrosemedia.com for all the links for the Lonely Ones and get your tickets to this episode. I mean, to this like this tour. You're not going to want to miss the Lonely Ones. You're definitely not going to want to miss um, September Morning either. They put on a hell of a show. Lonely Ones put on a hell of a show. It's going to be a great fucking show. So definitely get your tickets to that. Oh, this was a great conversation. And it did get a little dark there, so I, you know. I don't apologize because that's what we do here. Um, if you've been listening for any amount of time, you know damn well that's what we do. Um, it's important to talk about. Um, especially the mental health stuff. I cannot talk enough about it going forward. Um, but we have a lot of great stuff coming up in the next couple weeks as well. Um, let's see here. This week we've got... So got some more things to put on the calendar, but we've got Messer coming up tomorrow. Uh, later in the week we got the Matt Irie Band. A little bit of a different take on rock. Um, kind of like a rock, ska, reggae feel with the Matt Irie Band. I love these guys. Um, next week we've got Infected Rain. I got good old Lena Scissor hands coming on. Um, lots more coming up and I got a couple other ones that are still in the pipeline waiting on dates for that I can't talk about yet, but some of these are going to be really fucking big and one in particular, um, you know how I was talking about earlier, I had the most dark episode ever back in January, which I'm sure you may or may not have heard, but, uh, if you did, um, did not hear it, definitely go back and check it out. Go to the uh, dark, excuse me, the, the blackrosemedia.com, click on, um, podcast link and then go check out trigger warning christian metal um very very good episode but definitely check that out but i have one that's coming up here soon that i can't talk about yet that it probably take over that spot it's going to be the probably the most dark and interesting episode i've ever done um i'm really really excited about it um so let's just take that with what it is but good stuff coming up here um also we're gonna get back on the um 
welcome the Rockville train here soon. We got a, a couple others being booked up. Um, I know we got Lil Azar. Um, I don't have a date on that one yet. Um, but I do have Radke as well coming up here. Not Ronnie Radke and Falling Reverse, the band Radke. Um, coming up and a, a few others as well. Um, so definitely take a look out for that. I think that one's com Radke's coming up at the end of the month. Um, but lots and lots and lots of good stuff coming up. And uh, stick around because this ain't over. And all right. So we're going to go ahead and uh, close up this episode with two songs from The Lonely Ones. Gonna have a little bit of fun with this, so let's go ahead and do that real quick here. But first, we're gonna go ahead and play Getting High. And we'll be back and wrap up the episode and play one more. So here's Getting High by The Lonely Ones. The 
All right. And that was Getting High by the Lonely Ones. All right. So, again, that wraps it up for a Monday edition of The Dark Side of Music. Definitely come back tomorrow for the band Messer and a whole bunch of other cool-ass shit going on the rest of the week. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, stay happy, stay healthy, stay fucking heavy. Go check out The Lonely Ones on tour, again, starting April 2nd with September morning. Don't miss it. But again, until tomorrow, I love y'all. Peace. Here is one more from the band The Lonely Ones. Here is Real Big Trouble. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm ready for the test.